the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. King of righteousness, the Lord our righteousness, Yahweh Sitkin. You know, the, the Apostle Paul may have had this verse in mind when he wrote, Christ Jesus, our righteousness. He's the Lord, our righteousness. I think it's important to note here, he's our righteousness. We, we have the righteousness of Christ imputed to us. We don't come before God on the basis of our own righteousness. Our righteousness is filthy rags, the Bible says. We're coming in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Have you ever fallen into the snare of trying to work for your own salvation? This idea that you can do enough good deeds in order to gain God's favor and salvation is not biblical at all. The Bible says your righteousness is as filthy rags before a holy, perfect God. Today, Pastor Dan will be reminding you that it's only by the righteousness of Jesus that lives in you that your sins have been forgiven. Only the sacrifice of the perfect, sinless life of Jesus was sufficient to satisfy the wrath of God. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 22, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. God says, write him down as childless. Consider him childless because his descendants will be cursed. They'll not prosper. None of his descendants shall prosper, he says, sitting on the throne of David and ruling anymore in Judah. And so what this is telling us now, as far as this, this goes here, this is telling us that Coniah was the last surviving king in David's line. After him will come Zedekiah. Zedekiah is his uncle. He's not his son. So now we have this line of David, and there's a break in the line of David. Well, now it's going to jump to an uncle, Zedekiah. And this creates an apparent, and I say apparent, I emphasize the word apparent, an apparent problem. And this is something that critics sometimes will point to in the Bible to try to get us in knots as a contradiction in the Bible. Because the promised Messiah will be the son of David. He'll be from the line of David. And he will reign over all of Israel and all of the world, we're told, on the throne of David or on David's throne. But here we see that we're told that the line ends with Kaniah, that it's cut off and that it's cursed. 
So then what do we do? What's the answer? Well, in the New Testament, we find two genealogies for Jesus Christ. You have a genealogy in Matthew chapter 1, and you have a genealogy in Luke chapter 3. The genealogy in Matthew chapter 1 includes Coniah in that line. Uh, and in Matthew chapter 1, it's the genealogy of Joseph, the adopted father of Jesus. Remember, God is his father. Joseph is his adopted father. Matthew chapter 1, verse 11, Coniah, or Jehoiachin, same person, is found in the family tree of Joseph. But because of this curse here in Jeremiah 22, none of his descendants can claim the throne of David because they've been cut off, they've been cursed here in Jeremiah 22. So it can't come through that line in the family of David. But when you jump over to Luke chapter 3, you have a different genealogy. It's basically the same up to David, but then after David... There, it, it's a different genealogy. It's, it's the genealogy of Mary, the mother of Jesus, and it goes through David's son, Nathan. It's not the same line from David. It goes through Nathan. It goes through David's son, Nathan. And so Jesus gets his right to the Davidic throne through his mother, Mary, and not through his adopted father, Joseph. Jesus is this promised seed that will sit on the throne of David and will one day rule over all the earth as King of kings and Lord of lords forever and ever. Now going into chapter 23, chapter 23 describes that for us in the next chapter. So again, so you hear you have a chapter 22, we're told that this line is, is cursed and for the people reading this without knowing the rest of the story and without the New Testament, they're, they're going to say, well, what about the promise to David? Well, he's going to go right into chapter 23 and he's going to talk about that promise to, of one ruling on the throne of David. If you look at chapter 23, verse 1, woe to the shepherds or the leaders who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. Shepherds are supposed to feed the sheep and care for the sheep and protect the sheep. The leaders of Judah were scattering them and destroying them. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of Israel, against the shepherds who feed my people, you have scattered my flock, driven them away, and not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you for the evil of your doings, says the Lord. This sounds very similar to Ezekiel 34. But I will gather, this is the Lord Yahweh speaking, saying, I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries where I have driven them and bring them back to their folds and they shall be fruitful and increase. I will set up shepherds over them who will feed them and they shall fear no more nor be dismayed nor shall they be lacking, says the Lord. This is describing when Christ returns in the millennial kingdom when he is ruling as king of kings over all of the earth. Uh, and God will bring his people back and he will establish this kingdom under Jesus Christ, a righteous king. Look at verse five. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David 
Remember, he just said in, in the previous chapter that this line of David is now cut off and cursed. But he says here, the day's coming that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. Do you remember what he said to the king back in chapter 22, verse 3? He told the king, execute judgment and righteousness in your kingdom. And now he says, I will raise up to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the I, I will I will raise up a righteous king. Verse chapter twenty two. Yes, this line is cursed, but that doesn't mean the promise of God has failed. There will be a king that will come from David. He'll be a righteous king, a branches of righteousness. A king shall reign. He'll execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. And it's very similar to what he says back in Isaiah chapter 11. I'll just read it to you. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. There shall come forth a a branch out of the root of Jesse, David's father. And here he talks about a branch of righteousness coming out of David. And the imagery that he uses here is that of an olive tree that's been cut off, but then now a new growth, a new shoot, a new branch comes out of its roots. So yes, the kingdom of Judah is going to be cut off. Yes, Zedekiah is going to be the last king and they're going to be carried away into captivity. But God is going to bring forth a branch from Jesse, from David, a branch of righteousness, from that tree that has been cut off, there's going to come a new king, new growth that comes out of it, if you will, that will spring forth out of the stump. The line of David was cut off with Coniah. But that's not the end. The promise of God hasn't failed. God will cause a branch to grow from the root, and that branch will be Jesus Christ. He's the branch of of righteousness. He will reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in all of the earth. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now remember at this point, Israel has already been carried away to Assyria more than a hundred years before. So Israel hasn't existed for a long time, but here he's talking about both Judah and Israel dwelling together in safety. He's going to reunite the kingdom of Israel under this branch of righteousness, Jesus Christ. Now this is His name by which He will be called, this King that will reign and prosper, this branch of righteousness from David. This is His name. The Lord our righteousness. The Lord our righteousness. This King will be called the Lord. Because this king will be the Lord. The Lord our righteousness. Yahweh Sikkanu in Hebrew. Yahweh. Yahweh will be king. God will be king. How will that be? Well, God will become a man. Take on human flesh. Dwell among us. And he will be king. 
King of righteousness. The Lord our righteousness. Yahweh Sitkanu. You know, the, the Apostle Paul may have had this verse in mind when he wrote, Christ Jesus, our righteousness. He's the Lord, our righteousness. I think it's important to note here, he's our righteousness. We, we have the righteousness of Christ imputed to us. We don't come before God on the basis of our own righteousness. Our righteousness is filthy rags, the Bible says. We're coming in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that they shall no longer say, as the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives who brought up and led the descendants of the house of Israel from the north country and from all the countries where I have driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer requests with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. Verse 7, he refers here to the Exodus when the nation of Israel was created. And here, though, God promised that the restoration of Israel during the kingdom age will be greater than the creation of Israel. The time of the Exodus. And that's what people will talk about. They brought them into their own nation and brought them back. Now verse 9, we'll move quickly through this. He begins to speak of the false prophets that were in the land. We see here Jeremiah's heart in verse 9 about the false prophets. My heart within me is broken because of the prophets. He's talking about false prophets. All my bones shake. I'm like a drunken man, like a man whom wine has overcome because of the Lord and because of His holy words. Jeremiah's heart was broken because of the false prophets and their disregard for the Lord and their disregard for the Word of God in particular because of His holy words. His heart breaks. You know, in recent weeks, we've seen uh, a couple, two or three, very prominent uh, Christians, I put that in quotes, uh, you know, leaders within the Christian church who have walked away from the faith. They said, I'm no longer a Christian. I no longer believe this. And and here God has given them a a very loud voice within the church, and they're walking away and saying, I don't, I don't believe anymore. I'm not a Christian anymore. That should break our hearts. It should break our hearts to see their, just their disregard for what the Word of God says. It should grieve us, just like Jeremiah. Look, he, say, he describes, verse 10, the land is full of adulterers, for because of a curse the land mourns. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up. Their course of life is evil and their might is not right. 
for both prophet and priest are profane. Yes, in my house I have found their wickedness, says the Lord. Therefore, their ways shall be to them like slippery ways. In darkness they shall be driven on and fall in them. For I will bring disaster on them, the year of their punishment, says the Lord. And I, will, and I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied by Baal and caused my people Israel to err. Think about the northern kingdom now, how they, they, re- they received their prophecies from Baal, from idols. They caused the people to go astray. This is why Jeremiah's heart is broken, because these false prophets are leading the people astray. And again, we look at what's happening now with these people that are coming out, that are leaders in the church and say, I'm no longer a Christian, I no longer believe that. They're going to lead people astray. They're going to lead, they're going to, they're going to, people are going to think it's okay to do that. And it should grieve us. Verse 14. Also I have seen a horrible thing in the prophets of Jerusalem. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They also strengthen the hands of evildoers so that no one turns back from his wickedness. All of them are like Sodom to me and are inhabitants like Gomorrah. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts concerning the prophet, Behold, I will feed them with wormwood, with bitterness, and make them drink the water of gall. For from the prophets of Jerusalem, profaneness has gone out into all the land. Thus says the Lord of hosts, verse 16, Do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you. They make you worthless. Listening to false teachers will make you worthless. They speak a vision of their own heart, not from the mouth of the Lord. They continually say to those who despise me, The Lord has said, you shall have peace. And to everyone who walks according to the dictates of his own heart, they say, no evil shall come upon you. He's describing what the false teachers say, and he's saying here, the false teachers were teaching that you you can follow your own heart, and God's not going to judge you for that. If you want to live that way, God understands. And he's not going to judge you for that. That's a false teacher. Verse 18. For who has stood in the counsel of the Lord and has perceived and heard his word? Who has marked his word and heard it? Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord has gone forth in fury, a violent whirlwind. It will fall violently on the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has executed and performed the thoughts of his heart. In the latter days, you will understand it perfectly. I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they would have turned them from their evil ways and from the evil of their doings. They're telling people you can just follow the dictates of your own heart and God's not going to judge you. You can live however you want. And God says if they were my prophets, they would be telling people to turn from their wicked ways. Not telling them to just embrace it and be that thing. Tell them to turn from it. Am I a God near at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can anyone hide himself in secret places? So I shall not see him, says the Lord, Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? I have heard what the prophets have said who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. 
How long will this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, who try to make my people forget my name by their dreams, which everyone tells his neighbor as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream. Listen to what it says, verse 28. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? These false prophets were saying, I've, I've had a dream, I've had a vision. The Lord spoke to me in a dream. And it was a false prophecy. And he says here in verse 28, let these false prophets that dream, let them tell this dream. You that have the word of God, you just speak the word of God faithfully. What do we do about false prophets? What do we do about false teachers? You just speak the word of God faithfully. You just stick with the word of God. And you'll be okay. He says, what's the chaff to the wheat? You know, the false, the false prophets are going to come and go. They're going to blow away like the chaff. You've got the wheat. You've got the meat of the word. Just stick to the word. It's not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who use their tongues and says, he says, God says, they claim to be speaking for God. Behold, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, and says the Lord, and tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their recklessness. It's reckless. Yet I did not send them or command them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, says the Lord. So when these people or the prophet or the priest ask you, saying, what is the oracle of the Lord? You shall say to them, what oracle? I will even forsake you, says the Lord. And as for the prophet and the priest and the people who say the oracle of the Lord, I will even punish that man and his house. Thus, every one of you shall say to his neighbor and everyone to his brother, what has the Lord answered? What has the Lord spoken? And the oracle of the Lord you shall mention no more. For every man's word will be his oracle. For you have perverted the words of the living God, the Lord of hosts, our God, Thus you shall say to the prophet, What has the Lord answered you? And what has the Lord spoken? But since you say the oracle of the Lord, therefore thus says the Lord, because you say this word, the oracle of the Lord, and I have sent to you, saying, Do not say the oracle of the Lord. Therefore, behold, I, even I, will utterly forget you and forsake you. And the city that I gave you and your fathers and will cast you out of my presence. And I will bring you an everlasting reproach upon you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten. God's against the false prophets, isn't he? You've got the word of God. Just, just stick with the word. Just preach the word faithfully. Declare the word faithfully to people. If you have people that are in your life saying, well, yeah, I had a vision, I had a dream. God told me this, God told me that. What does the Word of God say? Here's what the Scripture says. Stick with that. He asked me how I know. 
That's all we have time for today on Ring of Truth. If you'd like to hear more teachings from Pastor Dan, we invite you to visit our website, calvaryec.com. There you'll have access to our library of previous messages available to listen to online or download to take with you on the go. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Each time we post a new teaching, you'll get a notification and be able to listen right away. We're so blessed to be able to provide you with insightful messages taken straight from the pages of God's Word. We pray you've been encouraged today by what you've heard. We'd like to take a moment to ask you to partner with us as we continue to build this ministry. God is using programs like Ring of Truth to share the message of the gospel through a virtual mission field. Now, more than ever, people are being reached through radio and online teachings. We're so glad we can be a part of it and we're eager to see where God will take us next. Would you join us in seeking God's will for this ministry? We'd also ask that you keep our listeners in your prayers, that they'll be open to how God is speaking to them. We know God listens to the prayers of His people, and we appreciate you partnering with us in this way. Thanks for joining us today. We encourage you to take the things you're learning in this study and apply them in your daily life. In our next edition, Pastor Dan will continue teaching verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Jeremiah, here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and what I know because I know his voice, and it only takes Rings true.